Introducing Shakti Power with best-selling author, priestess, and sacred dancer, Zinnia Gupte. Learn the wisdom of Shakti Power and invite greater beauty, intuition, and magic into your life. Enjoy ancient mantras, meditations, and supportive techniques to help you unlock and activate your sacred feminine power. And now, Shakti Power with Zinnia. Hello everyone, welcome back to Shakti Power. And we are in the month of April. As many of you know who have been following me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and my newsletter list, I am in Ibiza. And last year, I transitioned from a more corporate environment, lifestyle, um, template, and living in the city of New York to creating a global brand around Shakti Priestess and my dance brand, Sacred Dance Abisa, and really fully aligning with it, fully aligning with what I want to do, how I want to spread joy, how I feel joy when I'm serving women and, and humanity and other people. And so I've been in Ibiza for the last few days doing my women's retreats. The first one is called Feminine Awakening, and I'm planning for the luxurious high-end um, retreat happening in October of 2017, which is called the Sacred Sensuality Retreats, and that's open to eight women. So this entire process has been so beautiful, and it's awakened lost parts of myself. I've been rebirthing parts of me that I thought no longer existed. And so the awakening is a fluid process. You don't just awaken once and then that's it. You know, you're constantly blossoming to new levels of your gifts and talents and heights of expansion. So today I want to talk about how to feel sacred and joyful when we're programmed to feel lonely, alone, and abandoned. And this is kind of the shift that I went through coming out of the city living and city environment and society's expectations of how a woman is supposed to thrive and really um, shedding those beliefs and coming into my own power and feeling sacred and joyful in doing the work that brings my heart a lot of joy and passion. So in the old story, we've had this kind of kept caged woman. And a kept caged woman is a woman who is very obedient. She listens to society's expectations of her. She follows society's expectations of her so that she can gain approval, validation, um, and stay bolted in a system that gives her resources if she follows the paradigm, if she follows the law, right? And oftentimes, even though she's receiving material things, she's not following the voice of her soul. She's not following the priority of her soul and what her soul deeply desires. And if you do that for long enough, you start to become numb and you start to lose a lot of that juiciness and wildness that you have inside, access to your gifts and your true power because you're constantly tuned into what the external world wants from you and you're responding to that. You're not creating something from the inside out. You're responding to something that's been created for you, whether it's good or not, um, and you're responding to that. So in the old story, the capped cage woman projects her desire for freedom onto a codependent partner. She desires material things, sex, and validation to set her free. 
And so her codependent partner, also feeling unworthy of receiving true love, plays this caretaking role and wants to save her from the pain of her loneliness, her disconnection from her own heart. And if he can just give her what she wants, he believes she will return his love. And in this scenario, I, neither of them will meet each other's needs. And slowly, they'll destroy one another and the relationship. Why? Because neither person is connected to his heart, soul. Neither one of them is committed to meeting his or her needs. So they are expecting the other person to give them what they can't create for themselves. And this is the pattern of society. This is the pattern that keeps us feeling lonely, alone, and abandoned is this expectation that someone outside of me, something outside of me is going to make me happy. What's the solution? Don't look for someone on the outside to fill you up. Fill up your own cup first. Then share from that place of fullness, love, joy, and wholeness. And how do you fill up your own cup? How do you feel sacred and connected to your heart and joyful? Be a child again. You know, really tap into your innocence. Travel, play, sports, dance, write, paint, sing, chant, teach, give, serve, help other people, help another, empower others. This is what really fills our cup is by inspiring one another and just knowing that you have what it takes to fill yourself up and that you're not dependent on another person to do that. Because when you are dependent on another person or money or a house to give you the feelings of joy, of love, of security, of playfulness, of surrender, of safety, you're going to be addicted to needing that thing or person to make you feel alive, to make you feel safe, to make you feel whole when you really have that power within. So desperate people attract desperate people. Lonely people attract lonely people. Needy people attract needy people. Wounded people attract wounded people. Authentic people attract authentic people. Whole people attract whole people. And so I've gone through this wheel of karma, because, you know, being desperate at some times in my life, lonely, needy, wounded, then eventually authentic, whole, and going through the cycle again, each time revealing a different layer of truth. And different people will come and go from your life around this circle until you learn the truth, that you have all that you need within. <laughs> so it's funny how that attraction works. You can do a prayer. This is a nice feminine empowerment practice to really ask for advice. You can say, show me who I really am. Show me my truth. Help me to stay in my heart, joy, and gratitude. And what that prayer will do is really move you through the different layers and fears and demons you have around feeling wanted, needing, accepted, and belonging to society versus being um, true to your soul, belonging to your soul's truth, belonging to a community that supports your soul's truth and supports the authentic you. So while you move through the different layers of your soul's truth, you're basically going to be moving through society, family, your own you know, impediments, limitations, and restrictions that you've imposed upon yourself. And you're going to break through, through you're going to break through through that. You're going to break free. So the layers are, I don't need your permission to fit in or love you intensely and deeply. I can love you with all my heart. I don't need your validation to tell me how worthy I am. I am free. 
I choose how I live. I don't need you to seduce me with money. Mother Nature provides me everything I need through her abundance. I don't need to choose between being powerful or being loved by a man. I believe I can have both. I don't need to survive at the feet of society because I'm creating my own wealth through love and serving others. I am a leader. I don't need to compete with other women. I am part of a sacred global sisterhood, and there is enough for all of us. I don't want to fight with you. I want to partner and co-create. I have gifts to share. I am a whole. I am harmony. I am wild woman, but I am an endangered species. And here's a quote from one of my favorite authors, Clarissa Pinkola Estes, who wrote Women Who Run With Wolves. Within every woman, there is a wild and natural creature, a powerful force filled with good instincts, passionate creativity, and ageless knowing. Though the gifts of wildish nature come to us at birth, society's attempts to civilize us into rigid roles has plundered this treasure and muffled the deep, life-giving messages of our own souls. Without wild woman, we become over-domesticated, fearful, uncreative, and trapped. So I encourage you to explore this message and perhaps journal with it, listen to the podcast again, really see how it resonates with you. Read some passages from Women Who Run With The Wolves. Clarissa speaks a lot about this wild woman, the instincts, the passionate creativity and the ageless knowing, and how when that becomes overly domesticated, we women can truly feel fearful, uncreative, and trapped. And so here I am in Ibiza, unleashing all that creativity, instincts, and inner knowing, and my soul's truth, and really lining up with with what I'm meant to do, who I'm meant to serve, how I'm meant to serve through dance and creativity and the goddess and magic, and bringing magic into the lives of all women all over the world. So stay wild. Don't let them tame you. Remember, your gifts are your treasure, and your gifts come from your creativity, your wild instincts, and your ageless knowing. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. I welcome you back next week, and until then, namaste. Thanks for listening to Shakti Power. If you like what you heard, please share the Shakti Power podcast with your friends. And be sure to visit ShaktiPriestess.com to claim your free goddess gift bundle.